Hello, my name's Tony McCauley and welcome to this podcast. You can find out more information about Macaulay Associates at www.macaulayassociates.co.uk. I grew up at the top of the Shankill Road in Belfast in the 1970s. The so-called peace walls went up all around me. Now the nearest one was at Spring Martin. For every inch that I grew, it seemed to grow six feet. It made me feel safe, but it obviously didn't work. People from either side crossed the interface to kill people on the other side. In the 1980s, while working across the sectarian divide in North Belfast, I lived right on the peace line. I'll never forget feeling so vulnerable to attack every single night, the insecurity and the lack of sleep. I no longer live there, but for the past 25 years, I've worked with hundreds of groups who are tackling sectarianism and trying to improve the quality of life in the most disadvantaged communities in Northern Ireland. Many of those groups are doing courageous work across the peace lines, and in the past few years, I noticed a change in some of the conversations about the walls. People started to talk about when rather than if the walls come down. Research carried out in January 2008 reflected this change. The US-Ireland Alliance engaged consultants to ask residents of a sample of interface areas in Belfast for their views on the peace walls. The survey found strong agreement that the walls still serve to help residents feel safer by keeping the two communities separated. However, when asked if they would be in favour or opposed to the walls coming down, 81% of the residents polled were in favour. 21% said now, and 60% said yes when it's safe enough, but not at present. Then during a big investment conference in May 2008, the Mayor of New York, Michael Bloomberg, said the historical cultural barriers between the two communities here are slowly coming down. And the sooner they do, and the sooner the physical barriers come down as well, the sooner the floodgates of private investment will open. Then later that month, speaking in the Northern Ireland Assembly, the former First Minister Ian Paisley responded positively. He said, but when those on both sides of the wall mutually come to agreement, and say, we're taking down these walls, then we will have won a great victory. And I look forward to that victory being sealed over and over again in these areas where there has been great trouble in the past days. However, in spite of these changes, walls continue to go up, most recently in the grounds of an integrated primary school in North Belfast. In 2005, a mapping exercise was carried out by Belfast Interface Project, and they found 83 barriers in Belfast alone. Outside of Belfast, all you need to do is ask any 14-year-old boy and he will tell you where the sectarian interface is, the line he doesn't feel safe to cross in his own town. The erection of peace walls has been sustained through the ceasefires, the 10 years since the signing of the agreement and the establishment of a devolved power-sharing government in Northern Ireland. However, in recent years, Community initiatives have resulted in a decrease in the number of serious violent interface incidents and in some places the walls provide a venue for recreational rioting organised by cross-community texting on cell phones and in other places there are now more tourist visits than violent incidents. As a result of this changing context I decided to write an independent discussion paper. It's entitled A Process for Removing Interface Barriers. 
to stimulate discussion about the sort of process that needs to be put in place to make it safe enough for the peace walls to come down. It's a completely independent paper. It wasn't commissioned by anybody or funded by any organisation. It's my personal contribution to stimulate discussion. The paper highlights the conditions required, such as reaching a tipping point when the benefits of removing peace walls, such as economic regeneration, outweigh the benefits of keeping them up. And it also points out the essential characteristics of any such process, such as the safety and well-being and quality of life of people living beside the peace walls being of paramount importance. If you'd like more information about the paper or if you'd like to download a copy, you can go to my website www.macaulayassociates.co.uk Thanks for listening to this podcast. Goodbye.